The Football Pod on OTB Sports. Do you still listen to the Football Pod or is that like texting your ex? Absolutely. As I often said, I'm jealous that uh, I don't know who's so good, the little whore. <laughs> the Football Pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. It is going to be a big day of football, in particular on Sunday. Of course, it's two days of football, but Sunday's looking like it's going to be the biggest crowd in Crow Park since before the uh, breakout of COVID. Mm. So uh, you've got a couple of massive fixtures there. Galway against Armaz at a quarter to two and Kerry against Mayo's at four o'clock on Sunday. The Saturday fixtures are uh, Derry against Clare at 3.45 and Dublin against Cork at six o'clock. So we're four, um, four really good fixtures there. And Kerry travelling numbers? I don't think they'll need to to fill that place out. Mayo and Armagh might do it themselves and I think Galway will probably travel in, in, in a good degree as well. Uh, David Brady, uh, Mayo legend, is with us on the line. David, welcome back to the show. We haven't had you on in a while. Um, Thanks, it's been, uh, been keeping quiet on, been keeping quiet, but nice to be back and uh, hope yourself and Johnny are well. Yeah, Going good, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was on the phone to you yesterday and I think you kind of made the point that Kerry just need to show up on Sunday. And uh, this is what the, the Mayo folk have been saying all week, that this is just going to be... The Kerry are, are already home and hose. The Mayo will be doing well to keep the ball kicked out to Kerry. The ability of Mayo people to, to yarrow well, I will say, isn't very subtle. Yeah. You, uh, I think you were the one that said on that uh, Curry only need to show up on Sunday. But look at... Um, it is it is a little bit different, um, and I think the reality is a little bit different as well. That we are really up against this, um, up against a Curry team that have be- beaten them twice already this year, both in uh, in the, the national league and the league final. I think the league final probably is the most telling thing uh, to where them both teams were at that time of the year. Um, but it really is a, a mountain for, for Mayo to climb. It's not saying that um, they have no hope to have and they always will. This team under James Horton um, have always been competitive and always given it their utmost. And I think it is it is a real challenge but you can't you can't go without saying that Curry are red hot favourites um, for this game uh, on Sunday. We're just going to take a pause right there while we try and uh, improve that line just a little bit so uh, we can hear your hot takes crystal clear before are you, Sunday. Are you going to like uh, come back on the fact that he claimed that you essentially said Kerry only have to turn up. Well, I clearly didn't say that. I, like it is, it is mad. Though. Like I, again, I was just right about in the poem. The contrast of their preparations, like it is literally polar opposites, and like that has to be a small concern that you're coming in so cold to a game where you have typical Mayo preparation, stumbling through a couple of challenge uh, qualifiers, and. Kind of come into hand, so to speak, against, and it's kind of hard to know like how it'll work out in that regard. So the preparation thing is really interesting. So Kerry haven't played a game that had an uncertainty of outcome since the league final. That from I think today is eighty days exactly mm. since eighty full days since Kerry have had a game where they don't know the outcome of mm. that game. That's extraordinary. I think what's creating an extra layer of nervousness is not so much Mayo. It's because Kerry also went a huge period of time without a meaningful game last year. Mm. And it bit them in the arse once they got to Croke Park. They hammered Tyrone. They scored six goals against them in Fitzgerald Stadium in the league last year and then got beaten by Tyrone at Croke Park. The gap between those two games was 77 days. I counted it yesterday. It was 77 days. We're now 80 days out from the league final. So the gap between the two Kerry and Mayo games is bigger than the two Kerry and Tyrone games. So anybody who kind of like brushes off this idea of, of being undercooked or that you know, it, could, it couldn't possibly happen again. It happened last year yeah, and there's a bigger gap relevant. this year. Now the thing is, 
they have surely taken into account a lot of the learnings from last year. They have brought in one of the best defensive coaches in the country, which has statistically improved them defensively in a way that I didn't see coming. They've conceded far few goals, far fewer goals this year in the league compared to last year. In the Munster Championship last year, they did concede a goal in every single game mm. and the goals screwed them against their own. This year, they didn't concede a single goal in the Munster Championship. So if Mayo don't score a goal against Kerry, I do not think they will win. And I think Kerry have a very good chance of not allowing them to score goals. And that would be the one thing that I would read into. But we've got to stop basing this whole notion that Kerry are going to hammer Mayo on the league final because that is just so irrelevant not just because of the 80 days but because Rob Henley wasn't playing that day Oshin Mullen wasn't playing that day Paddy Durkin wasn't playing that day Dermot O'Connor wasn't playing that day Owen McLaughlin wasn't playing that day Jordan Flynn came off injured famously David Clifford standing over him Killeen O'Connor only played the last 15 minutes Portugal Horror was left to mark David Clifford one on one that will not happen again I presume I'm not, not saying that's going to make up a 15 point gap but Jesus if you're like looking at the league final and say well Kerry hammered him last time they played in Croke Park therefore they'll do it again this is a completely different universe to, to the one that we saw at the, at the start of April for the record I do think Kerry will win on Sunday but this idea like Kevin McStay uh, during the week uh, described Kerry, Dublin and Derry as shoe-ins and like I, I just can't see you putting uh, Kerry Mayo or not Mayo or never like whoever's playing Mayo is never a shoe-in like. but, but that's the, I just don't think you can put Kerry Dublin and Derry into the same category this weekend. Dublin, Dublin will obviously win. Dublin are in a category. I, I, don't, I don't actually don't think Derry are, are going to hammer Clare, um, but but I wouldn't call Kerry Shewins at all. Um, and I, I think Kevin McSay is playing the kind of playing the Mayo man a bit there, where he's like, ah, yeah, sure, you know. I, I'm not sure he believes that. He he went on to say that beating Kerry would arguably be Mayo's most audacious win to date. David Brady is back with us on the line. Would it be Mayo's most audacious win to date if they were to win on Sunday? It would definitely be a, a win against the odds, but um, it, it's it's this is this is a team that um, the vast majority of players are well capable of beating any team, and we've seen that going back to twelve months ago um, when the beat the beat um, the reign and All Ireland champions in Dublin. Um, that you know, if the if the game plan and their system works. And it hasn't. It hasn't. It has faltered. It has um, creaked over the last number of weeks and probably months. Uh, for me, I think the big thing is, from a bench point of view, um, it was going smooth. It was going well. Um, there was people coming off the bench, and I think when Aidan O'Shea and Kevin McLaughlin and the likes were kind of impacting games or coming on, it really kind of drove me on to that Mayo on to that next level. They had that opportunity against Galway as well in the kind of final um, again coming back and having an opportunity in the last kick of the game to level it up uh, and I think players like Adrian Orm would never take a shot like that again in that situation they had control they had the ball um, and that's nine tenths of possession they would have worked it they should have worked it to the main players um, the likes of, of, of Killian O'Connor um, your, your, your go-to players but it was a shot on the left-hand side with a left foot and it just, it just didn't work out. And now we all find them in a situ- themselves in a situation where um, they're playing probably one of the hot favourites for the All-Ireland this year. A Curry team that, you know, again, 22-odd scores against Cork. Um, this, this, this team has, you know, it has dented, it really dented Mio's confidence after the National League. And we can't, we can't fault that. We can't not look at that. But again, how Mio set up that day, I'll never... I never um, fall to the to the to the belief that Mayo uh, went into that game at one eye in the championship and they didn't want to show Curry their hand. Yeah, um, it was naive from a tactical point of view 
um, and unfair in, in, in certain situations and, and, and players. We, we might come back to that in, in just a sec, but I just want to play you a, a clip here, lads. Uh, so Radio Kerry's Tim Moynihan this week uh, sat down with Jack O'Connor and uh, they had a conversation around the fitness of David Clifford. This is really interesting, looking at the body language, listening to the response. So this is on Radio Kerry. This is Tim Moynihan of, of Terrace Talk. Have a look at this. Always before a, a big game, big National League or Championship, Jack, we'll, we'll ask for a, an update on, on the injury. How are things going with the lads? I, I know David Clifford missed our Munster final. I take it all these players are available for, for selection? Well, we have a few bits and pieces, uh, Timmy, you know, we have a few, uh, uh, you know, t- bumps and bruises at the moment, so we won't know until later on in the week whether those players will be available or not. Has David trained with the panel, Jack? He, he has trained, yeah. Right, so we we won't know Friday night when the, when the team is named. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> what, what what was your reaction to that, David? Um, the man's a, a typical curry man. Um, <laughs> you know, bumps and bruises. Um, I have them myself, and I haven't played in twenty five years. Um, Psychologically but, uh, and otherwise. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Um, this is what James Warren will be saying: is that um, it is. It is um, it is part of a game plan. David Clifford plays. I would I would personally like to see the likes of Lee Keegan just going straight on him and marking him um, pound for pound. Um, that's an old saying in, in football, but it is from a Lee Keegan perspective. He is massively influential. He is the player that have really brought Mayo um, over the line in a lot of occasions, um, and he's been again football now that he's played over the last ten years consistent. And he's delivering. So yes, I'd have no problem. But you can't leave you can't leave that amount of space in front of a, a forward like Clifford, even to win the ball. Um, he has he has been given too much space by Mayo again, not by just the markers, but um, the midfield. The pressure on the ball outside hasn't been there. Um, the the opportunity even for Potty and O'Shea um, to dink nice ball in and loads of space that can't happen. So I can see a defensive setup. And again, if he doesn't play well, then. We're going to we're going to still focus because Curry have the forwards, um, you know, the likes of Sean O'Shea and these guys. Uh, what was it? The last nearly ten points he scored, but again, um, a lot from freeze, place balls. Clifford, um, Paulie scored uh, from place balls. It's it's you know when them when them cor- when the Curry forwards uh, get the ball in the danger zone, they they really take you on, and that's where we all have to be very very. Uh, cognizant of the, of the pace and the power of the curry forwarding. Can, can we just stick with that Mayo defensive system for a moment? So you're putting Lee Keegan on David Clifford. What else constitutes the system? Like, is there a, is there a sweeper? Is it is it like someone? I'm not I'm not sure who who is the sweeper if that if that's what James Horan goes with. Um, honestly, um, I would personally look at the likes of playing Stephen Corn on the half forward line. Um, Stephen has been. Um, not, not as, as I suppose, dynamic or he hasn't controlled games the way I would have liked him to do it. But I think he has a, a massive ability to read the game, read scenarios and read situations. We have a half-forward line that hasn't dominated um, on each and every game. There's been players, I think, Jason Darty probably unfairly got the hold off after 20-odd minutes um, the last day. I would maybe, I would definitely look at... Uh, putting the likes of Stephen Cohn on the half forward line and playing as a sweeper right. and cutting out, cutting out them runs. He has the mindset, he has the capability, and uh, we're we're from a from a from a backs perspective, we have that kind of um, luxury to say yes. Um, we have a, 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 a back a back formation and a, and a back unit that is capable of um, having one or two guys coming in. 
So Cohn drops back as as a sweeper from a half forward. Do, does Aidan O'Shea have, have any role in that defensive system? Because obviously you're going to have, I presume, Flynn will start this weekend. So you're, you're going to have O'Shea wearing 11. What, what's his position then going to be and how, how does that work in terms of how Mayo set up defensively? Um, it's a big plus for Mayo to have Jordan Flynn back. Mm. Um, and I think he has really worked at his game. He has found his position. Um, he was, you know, between midfield, half forward, coming on as a sub. But I think this year and, and really at the start of the league, he, he cemented his position and uh, really not alone complimented Matty Ruan, but, but added to Matty's game and gave Matty that bit of luxury to go forward because he knew, he knew that Jordan was had the capability and the fitness to cover back. Um, I do see Matty and, and uh, Jordan Flynn starting in midfield. Um, and is there is there a place for Aidan? Um, there's a place for, on this Mayo team for, for Aidan O'Shea, 100%. Is it to start? Is it to come on? Um, is it to add that bit of dynamic play that he can from a defensive point of view with 25 minutes to go? You think he might I, not start this weekend? There could be a possibility, yeah. There could be a possibility. And, and it's not about the man that's starting, it's about the team that finishes. And Aidan O'Shea would 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 um, be more than happy to contribute in any way, shape or form, as as other Mayo players would be as well. Um, do you play Aidan on the, on the half-forward line and have him dropping as a sweeper? Or do you, again, go... Like Aidan has played all positions this year except full-back. He's played centre-back, he's played midfield, he's played centre-forward. Uh, I could actually see him also being probably... Uh, the fulcrum of of in the in the full forward line, and I'd like I'd like to see Kenny O'Connor come out to the half forward line a little bit more. I think he's been a little bit blocked up, um, a little bit of uh, devoid of space, and I think he probably needs space to to get into the game coming back from the injury. Um, he, he can find himself probably a little bit choked in the modern game in the corner forward, full forward position. So I'd like to see him come on out a little bit. Against Kildare, David, you 10, 10 individual scores from play. Like, Is that a good thing or are Mayo basically lacking the marquee forward to win a game where a marquee forward is likely going to win it for Kerry? Um, look, at it always the, the, the forwards always take the, the glory. Um, but from, from our perspective, there was actually one or two plays in the Kildare game at vital stages where a forward didn't actually touch the ball mm. from the end, one end of the pitch to the other when the ball went over the bar. Again, it was our, it was back to back to Mayo's strength. Their halfbacks, their fullbacks, strong running. Um, and I suppose when teams are playing a defensive system, um, you need to be cognizant and you need to have backs that can play as forwards. Um, the likes of Parker Hora setting up on, up Mushin, uh, Oshie Mullins' goal. Um, the, the forwards haven't been functioning the way you'd want them to be as what you call marquee but uh, I think they have the ability as a unit um, to play to play together but I would like to see the likes of um, Killian coming out a little bit more I'd like to see Jeremy getting a little bit more um, involved in the game he has been on the periphery um, so it, it, it's there's a, there's a lot of ass from a lot of players and I think um, we can't we can't say oh maybe they might because they've done it in the past and they can they're well capable of putting it up to this um, this Curry team on Sunday. That, that's really like there's a lot in that. Like, can I just put you on the spot here? If you were managing this team, well, how, how would you pick it? So, like, are you saying that you would put Aidan O'Shea in on the edge of the square and go for like a twin tower set up with himself and Jack Carney and have Killeen O'Connor as what is essentially a half forward? Is, is that what you would do this Sunday? May all need to bring. May all have the ability to have the players. It's just probably to get the actual game plan and 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 to tweak the tactical point of view. You're not, you're not going to turn the world upside down and say everything goes through Aidan O'Shea. It doesn't. But I think it is a very viable option. And uh, 
again, you're not going to have the same team talk and same tactical plan as you had in the National League final against Curry. That's not going to work. Um, you tried it, tested, didn't work. You, you move on to something else. But I do think we have to bring so, a, a, something a little bit different. And I do think the pace of the game, um, it, the intensity of the game, probably um, at this stage of his career doesn't suit Aiden up and down around the middle for the for, for that vast majority of the time. And, and I think, yes, he has the ball winning uh, capabilities to be in the full forward line. Um, Jack Kearney in there is a fine young fella, serious pair of hands. Um, there, there could be there could be a little uh, combination together, but I definitely think um, a defensive from a sweeper perspective. Does Kevin McLaughlin come back in and play his old style sweeper sitting back? I think it was more Stephen Rochford's era than anything else. But um, they, they they need to be defensive. And the thing is, on Johnny, if we're if this game is in and doesn't matter if Clifford plays or not, and there is a, there's ten minutes left and there's a point in it. Um, there'll, there'll be a lot more than um, bumps and bruises because um, that's that's when when Mayo and we've seen it against Kildare and we've seen it against the Dublins and we've seen it against numerous teams over the last three, four, five years. Um, if the game is there to be won in the last ten minutes, um, I, I'd um, I'd have a little wager. Right. So you think that Kerry kind of need to to win this game, like by f- five points, half-time. the direction half-time, half-time. Half-time, is, half-time is vital. Whoever, like even in the in the in the National League game this year, and you've seen it in a lot of the games. You've seen it in the Derry or the Armagh Donegal game. Um, the, the 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 time, the vast majority of games that Derry have played this year. The team going in at half time with with a lead um, brings a massive amount of confidence, a massive amount of momentum. Yes, our tactics are working, our plan is working, everything we said is working because you're going in two, three, four points up at half time. Uh, I think that is that's going to be a crucial indicator of how this game will go. Besides the psychological aspect of it, I think David's totally right. If Mayo, like what Mayo will have gained from that Dublin victory last year in terms of pulling it completely out of the fire, and if if it is a two or three point game, more or less as the game is developing the second half you, you do wonder psychologically what Kerry will be thinking and as you said on this 80 days are completely they're not battle hardened at all this year in terms of and Mayo Mayo really should be finishing really strongly psychologically and otherwise I don't think Aidan O'Shea should be starting a game like this I think mobility wise like he's a player to bring on as, as a kind of a, that option to, to maybe play high balls in at the end but his mobility is just nowhere near good enough Do we not think he's having a good season though? No? Yeah but for, for a game like this where the pace of the game you're in Crow Park I, I don't I mean he's, got, he's not going to last the 70 minutes and then it's a question of does he does he upset the way that Mayo wants to play in a game like this? Would be more of a running game, I would have thought. I I think he'd be more of a player to bring on and have that option when Carrier, like it's a, it's a different challenge for you when he comes on and Carrier maybe psychologically a little bit vulnerable after last year. I think in the closing stages. And on that, uh, like there's, that's that's what a team is about, and and like people have the wrong opinion about it and O'Shea that he thinks he needs to be front and centre. He doesn't. He's a, he's a vital player for the last decade and more in Mayo and I think um, whatever role, whatever part he will play as an individual, as a team player is uh, is vital with Mayo but it doesn't mean that you have to you have to have 70 minutes or you have to have 7 minutes there's a, if, there's a, if there's a win um, from a Mayo perspective on Sunday um, that's the most important thing from a, from a county from a, from a, a team from a dressing room and uh, you refocus then and, and uh, you might you, you have you a potential Dublin in front of you, so you have no time to uh, no time to celebrate there. I appreciate that the majority of this conversation is around how Mayo set up, especially kind of like in attack and the little consolations that they might have. But like, I'm really interested in 
Ryan O'Donoghue this weekend. Like, what percentage of fitness does he need to have for James Horan to start him, do you reckon? If he's like 75% fit, are you, are you throwing him in? Or is anywhere other than 100% meaning that he's sitting on the bench for the start anyway? Um, a, a man once asked me, he said, uh, if you're 100%, you'll play. Mm. And if you're not, you'll win the game for us. I went, right. And again, he the, the, the manager said to me that, you know, you need to be 100% to start this game. I need 100% of you throughout the game uh, what you do in the first five minutes what you do in the last five minutes that's that's what I need from a player but if you're not 100% you don't start because you have the you have the capability then of winning the game very rare you'll ever it's, it's, you'll see a manager gambling with a guy that'll come on hamstring and then after 20 minutes hamstring gone um, it's so scientific now that the medical team the backroom team physio team know your capability know the, the, the vulnerability of an injury and uh, it's about the lungs it's about the capacity to last 70 minutes rather than when your in- injury lasts but uh, I would definitely see as uh, Ryan O'Donoghue if not 100% fit to play a full 70 minutes that he will come on and play a, a very telling contribution from a from a in, in Gaelic now it's it's no longer a 15 or 16 17 man it's a, it's a 20 man game the 4 or 5 subs that you will bring on have, have a, a massive role to play when they're sitting in the stand looking at the areas that they need to focus on and where they can add value or contrib- contribute when they come on as a sub. And I think who won't start, but he will come on. And again, we all need that experience, need that capability, especially in a forward line, to uh, to even to, to match this, this Curry outfit. So in, in your world, we could have who and Dave Noche coming off the bench at some point in this game? Um, with about 13 and a half minutes to go, um, you know, I've just pulled back an equaliser and you make a double substitution bringing in O'Shea and Ryan O'Donoghue you've really uh, you've really worked this out 30, even to the half minute and all well look at the, 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 the last 15 minutes if you look at it even look at it, I'm, I'm I, I don't like talking about it even in last year's um, All-Ireland final um, that's that final quarter that final quarter no matter how you look at it in every single game um, you have the opportunity to win the game as a team. And and it is vital, and your bench is vital. You're, to, to talk about that scenario and that situation um, in the final quarter and to, to envisage, as, envisage it as a manager, you're going to go, where can I bring, you know, who can I bring on? Why can I bring bring them on? What are they going to add? What can they, and again, it's about pace because there is so, the, te- the technicality of football and the actual, I, I think that, the tactics, the formations, the the sweeper systems, the plus ones, the you know the 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 the, the pack defenses, that goes out the window, out the window with 15 minutes to go, that no longer exists. The gloves are off. Your good clothes that you put on, thinking you're going to be um, the better of the ball, it's all gone. It's it's not about the the, the semantics, about just playing football, and uh, that's we, we've seen it again, Kildare versus Mayo. The, the best of intentions, the best of plans, go out the window, and and uh, it's it's that's where you you really want to have to have a, a real strong finishing team. It mightn't be your starting team, it mightn't be even your best team, but you need to have that team that's focused on that finish. What's your prediction for Sunday? Honestly, it, it, it is going to be a, ver- a very very tall ask from Mayo. Um, again, um, given the amount of injuries they've had over the last two to three months. Uh, and two to three years guys have struggled to come back and it's a hard ask to come back 
year in, year out, and uh, and try and produce it. Uh, I'll never lose faith in this uh, in this Mayo team. I'll never lose hope. Uh, and there is there is um, there is a, a hill to climb. But this this Mayo team have have and you know they're playing the, the All Ireland, I suppose, favourites, and and that's where that's where um, they'll probably um, bring bring the best out of them. But it, it is going to be very hard, and I I, I see that Kerry are, are going to be dominant and, and, and rightly so jeez they're, they're Mayo are 4-1 to one. like I, that, they're not a 4-1 to one chance in this like it's just everything about this Mayo team what uh, would you price them at oh, it's, I think it'd be closer than that like it'd be more 1-2-2-1 I hadn't looked at the odds just throw 4-1 like I mean it, it, there's, a, there's a slight perfect storm element about it David I know you don't want to like talk of Mayo's chance but like I, I don't see this being anything but close I'd say we'd be <laughs> Eight to one or nine to one, if you're really realistic. <laughs> you're, you're 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 verging just, into the Kerry spiel here, like I can, I can, well, there's, there's, there's a lack of consistency here. I will say, David, if I, I, I hate to be blunt, I, I I do I do hope though I do hope Mayo win All Ireland in, in the very near future, so that like it's kind of like waiting for the saviour. Once it eventually arrives, you'll be like, grand, we can kind of chill out down, enjoy life, because it's been a long old road. Look, we'll always enjoy life. Um, <laughs> tell me, tell me one year in the last thirteen years that Mayo haven't haven't put in one big performance. Yeah, one, Twen- one big performance. Twenty eighteen. Uh, in that year, they did, um, but no, not in, not not from a, a final perspective. Um, but I, I they, 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 they're going to be competitive, and it's going to come down to the wire. Um, it's going to come down to the last fifteen minutes. Yes, Curry have the best bench. Um, to have more experience, to have probably the best individual players, um, national league champions. It's it's um, it's all it's go, it's all going very well for them. But if, even from the the, the court perspective, um, and yes, again, Curry scored over twenty scores in that game as such. Um, they they struggled to, for a, I suppose a degree of the game to figure out the defensive. Um, the defensive um, system from Cork. Mayo will have learned a few lessons from that that you could that James Horan could take, and uh, again be a double team guys. But it's it's um, it is it, it is it is a massive massive weekend for football. And it's a long time since we had this in the real world outside of COVID. Yeah, Crow um, um, Park Saturday, Crow Park Sunday. Um, now looking for tickets and it's 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 really where we've come back, boys. And it's been a long two or three years to get to this normality and quality and class in Crow Park. Yeah, I can't wait, David Brady. Thanks a million. Enjoy. See you on. See you, Danny. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.